good day, good day, and welcome to Your Voice, Your Power. I am Anika Wilson, and today I have with me a woman that has a background that I can definitely appreciate, and she also is a woman of God. So I want to introduce to everyone Tresetta Alexander. Hey, Tresetta. Hey, Anika. Thank you so much for having me on the show today. I'm excited to be here and have some good conversation with you. And you know, I can talk, so that's not a problem. I don't think we're going to have any problems today. (laughs) I don't think so either. (laughs) Can you tell listeners who you are and what you do? Sure. So um, again, I'm Tristetta Alexander. I am a faith-based business coach and motivational speaker. Um, I help women of faith tap into their God-given purpose and monetize it to create the prosperity that God has for them or the abundant life that God died for them to have. And I have a background in social work, but I also have over 20 years experience of uh, managing uh, businesses or business operations with a specific focus on systems, processes, um, personal productivity, and efficiency. And so I've combined my love and passion for helping people with my business background to become a faith-based coach. So everything that you just mentioned is everything that a woman needs personal and professional development. You literally just took your education, your life experience, and and your faith and have combined it to create the totality of what every businesswoman needs. Exactly, exactly. Because um, who we are at our core, um, what we are called to do, that is where we find our joy, that is where we find our fulfillment, that is where we find our abundance, that is where we find our faith, Um, every single thing that we need is attached to our purpose. And a lot of people are struggling um, or frustrated in the work that they do because they are operating outside of their purpose environment. So think about a fish, you know, a fish lives in water. Um, He was born to swim there. That's the environment in which he thrives. Well, if you take that fish and put it out on dry land, then it's just going to flop around and it's going to struggle to breathe. It's going to be gasping for air. And if you leave it out long enough, it will eventually die. And that is how we are when we're working in an environment that is not our true purpose. And so we're suffoc- we feel suffocated and we feel like we're slowly, slowly dying. So if you don't make that switch, you will go through life having been just unfulfilled, frustrated, and essentially walking dead. How profound, like, okay, so you just named me for like 20 years of my life. And, <laughs> it was and me too. And, and that's the thing that I wish women understood is that, you know, we're, we're talking to women because it took us so long to get there. And we're like, listen, we can cut that in a quarter. Right. If you just listen to me, just come, let me help you. Yes. Because we conform. And, and I hate that word. And I guess that's why I have a lot of problems with institutions, which is where I used <laughs> to work. Because of the conformity, you know, right. the uniformity, when we're not designed to all look alike, walk alike, talk alike, live alike, or even work alike. Right. Well, you know, it, it, the traditional workplace, what we consider to be traditional workplace, is not really traditional. This is a relatively new concept. It came about because of the Industrial Revolution. Before the Industrial Revolution, everyone essentially had their own business or they, or they worked, um, 
kind of in a apprenticeship or in mm-hmm. in a servant type role uh-huh. for someone else who had their own business. It, it, we didn't have these big places where we Corporation. came and co- yep. congregated together and worked for a common cause. This is a new concept. And it, I don't think, I think it has had its time and we're now seeing a shift back to small, small, small business. Uh, you know, if you look at millennials, millennials, they're, they're not about that life of working for somebody 20, 30, 40 years, and then maybe I'm going to be able to retire. They don't want that. They want the freedom and fulfillment all in one package. And they want it now. And you know what? And that's true because the thing about it that I think a lot of people lack is confidence. You know, we are all creative and millennials. I think a lot of people don't see that that's what that generation is about, but we could tap into that and monetize it because that creativity is really entrepreneurship. It's being able to have ideas to take your education, your information and, and create a masterpiece and continue to keep creating, you know, and when we're working in corporate or we're working in these places where we have ideas, they always tell you, stay in your lane, stay in your place. Yeah. 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 You know, and that's why I used to, I swear, I used to want to fight back. I was like, how can I just like get out of this until I finally just did it? But a lot of people are afraid of how to do that. But as you said, as a business coach, you have the ability to analyze and yes. monetize. Yes. Can you give more information about that? Because this is something that I deal with with my clients is constantly telling them, you know, just talk to me. And I think that's why I can appreciate your background because I come from a psychological perspective Mm -hmm. and they don't know I'm analyzing, but I'm like, you're telling all of your, your, you have your answers right here. You just don't know how to implement and execute. So can you tell listeners how you have the capability and what that looks like of monetizing their own purpose into a business? Okay, so um, that's kind of a loaded question. <laughs> so I have a um, innate kind of detective within me, right? So I ha- I harness my inner detective, and I'm and I'm always listening to people. I have this superpower where I can um, be having a conversation, and I literally can see the potential yep. within someone, and business ideas or products just start coming to me. They come to me. They just come to me. And, but by the time they're done talking, like I have three or four ideas already for them. Exactly. And, um, and so what a lot of times it is, is people actually already know within themselves what it is that their purpose is. It just needs a little bit of clarity because what happens is our purpose comes so natural to us that we don't realize that it is something that can be monetized because it's like second nature to us. And we don't realize that there are people out there who struggle with the thing that we do so naturally. And people are willing to pay you to help them or to do the thing that they're not good at or that frustrates them just for the mere fact that they either don't want to be bothered with it don't have the time to do it or just frustrates them and they just don't want to learn. And I think that's one thing that I wish more people knew about and did. And that's one, one of the reasons why I wanted to separate you from all business coaches and consultants, because the thing about it is there's a lot of differences in who your coach is, but you know, I harp on your background because that innate, the word you use is perfect. That innate ability 
is exactly what a lot of people lack. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I found out that I had it because people, I, I was, I was always somebody that could build rapport with people without effort. You know, people <laughs> right. like, well, well, how come the clients come to you and how come they disclose to you? I'm like, I don't know. I, I don't know. But the reality of it is, is that those are gifts and yeah. your ability to look at somebody and the minute they start talking, the wheels are turning, you know, yes. and you're like trying to shut it off, but they're talking and you're like, I already built your business, created your empire, got your employees. Like I put it on, the pyramid is in my brain. You have to believe it. And, yes. and that's the thing that, and you said people are willing to pay for that. I wish more people understood what that need is because a lot of people aren't paying for it and aren't getting coaches or consultants because they don't understand that their answer lies with that person, that it could literally be one coaching call that will make hours, months, and years of your life make sense. Right, right. And, you know, and a lot of it too is um, we've not been, especially women, we've not been taught to invest in ourselves in that way. And so, um, and that's what it is. It is an investment. We're accustomed to, you know, doing things like we've been taught to invest in our beauty, yep, but not in ourself. And um, I want to kind of circle back to something that you said earlier when you were talking about is the the lack of confidence. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, it's actually not that we lack confidence; we lack self esteem. Mm. It's an issue of self worth. That's so true because I always um, separate professional confidence from personal confidence because professionally I've always had confidence. I can walk in a building when I'm working in a treatment center or in a prison, I can walk in there and know I know my stuff. Right. But you take me outside of that element and you want to talk about Anika, Anika as a person, Anika as, you know, now a business owner. It was hard because you we're taught to not, you know, kind of endorse ourselves to that, to that effect. But that's what you have to do as a business owner is that you have to endorse yourself and you have to allow yourself to feel yourself. You know, you have to have that confidence and know that you are your brand. And it's exactly what we tell everybody not to do. But I always tell everybody as a business owner, it's different because, and it's okay. It is okay because you have to know that if that's your purpose, that's your calling, that's what you're supposed to be doing. Right. And it's not egotistical. It's no. not, you know, arrogant. It's helping people doing what you love and walking in your true identity. Yeah, exactly. And the thing about it is you have, you also have to, if we could reframe it from the perspective of, I am offering a solution to mm-hmm. someone's problem Mm-hmm. as opposed to I'm trying to sell them something. Exactly. You have this problem. I have the answer. Let's make an exchange mm-hmm. so that you can get your problem, your issue, your situation, your circumstance resolved because I've got, I've got what you need. That's absolutely true. And I think what a lot of people don't understand as well is when you are investing in yourself, through a coach or business owner, you literally have built-in support because a lot of people are looking for support in in groups and all these other things. But when you have that one-on-one connection with that person that understands you, that can see where you're trying to go and can take you there, that is the greatest feeling in the world because you can literally see yourself differently. Yeah, exactly. And it's, um, 
once you step into that space, um, <laughs> you, there is no other feeling like it in the world. Nope. Like once you, you know, here, uh, there's the, uh, I'm going to bring the word in on you. Um, the scripture that says, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. You know, mm-hmm. once you get a taste of the goodness, <laughs> you know, think about in the natural how when we eat something, you know, we, we try something new. You can't bring food in. That's my weakness. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love, girl, I love to eat. You know, but you know, you get something and it's like you having it for the first time and it is Touching so good. Yep. Like, you know, like you want to dance. You're like, yep. yes, you got to hit that little dance. You got to cut that little step because it's so good. What do you want to do? It's like, you want to share it with everybody. You want it like you, and it's like, now you're dreaming about whatever that Mm -hmm. thing is. It's like, you always like, I got to get me some more of that. Mm -hmm. That's how it is. Once you, once you get a taste of what you, um, what it feels like to do what you were created to do, it's hard to go back. And, you know, I've been um, in my current role, my, my nine to five for um, about six years now. And ever since I got here, I, you know, I told my boss, I was like, I'm giving you two years. I'm a prom. I'm a guarantee you two years beyond that. It's up to the Lord. When the Lord say it's time to go, it's time to go. And so I'll, but I always remind her when she starts getting comfortable, I always remind her, I'm not staying here. This is not my, this is not my, I'm my ending place. Yes. Yep. And for, you know, and she's always been kind of like, no, you can't leave. You can't leave. But she has been to a few events where I have spoken and really shared and she follows me on social media as well and she finally like after maybe like the third event she finally said to me she said I see it now you were born to do that mm-hmm. this is just a vessel like this is she's a, yeah. a platform that's it yeah she's like you were born to do that and she's like let's just I just make sure that you leave me set up <laughs> when you go <laughs> just make sure I'm good you know um and so, and that, and that made me feel really good for her to find, like for her to see, I'm like, yeah. Yep. Yep. And you know what? I just wish that everybody could really feel that, you know, I, um, I started my business because everybody saw in me what I couldn't see in myself. Mm, yeah. And somebody finally said to me at church one day, she said, Anika, do you realize how impactful you are? And when she used that word, I was like, no. I just one of those people everybody talks to. I never realized. Yeah. And that's when I realized it was bigger than me. And that anything that I do from here on out is God working through me. Right. It's not about me. And when you can kind of take that approach, it makes it a lot easier because when you live in faith, you use the word abundance. And I never hear anybody use that word, but that's what I'm living now. And everybody wants to know what's different in my life. And one, I say surrender and yeah. two, is abundance. I don't put limits on my life anymore. Whereas in before, yeah. I was always satisfied with just a little bit. Mm-hmm. If I got a little bit of something, I was like, it was better than yesterday. Or if yeah. I got this far, I was like, okay, I'm proud of myself because of where I was. Now, I just look up and I just imagine, I don't even know where... I'm going to be or what the next project is and, and even what to call myself sometimes, but that's okay. And I just wish that every woman could have that feeling of knowing that they are better than being a wife, 
a sister, a daughter, an employee. Like we were all created differently. We were custom made and we were designed for greatness. And so when I look at you, when I listen to you, I'm like, I don't have to explain it because she gets it. (laughs) Fact that you're able to do this. It just, I just wish that we could kind of just, I don't know, funnel people to you because when you have somebody that can work on you from the inside out, that's different than literally just having a marketing coach or somebody that can literally just say, Hey, this is what you need to do. And that's it. When you have somebody that has a calling. Yes. Different. That's it. Purpose. Yeah. And you know what, Anika, the, I I struggled for a while because, um, you know, I felt like I had two different parts of me. Like I felt like I had the ministry because Mm -hmm. I I am an ordained minister. I'm an administrative pastor. My husband and I pastor a church. And so I'm an ordained minister. So I have this ministry side of me. Mm -hmm. Um, But then I also have this very professional um, executive level management side of me. Mm -hmm. And I always felt like it was separate. Mm -hmm. And I felt this struggle, like back at this tug back and forth, back and forth. And um, finally, um, the Lord had to help me to see that there is no such thing as a secular pursuit when you are in Christ Jesus. Uh Whatever your calling is, that is your ministry. Some people are called to pulpit. Some people are called to pulpit ministry. Some people are called to missionary ministry, you know, to missionary type ministry, whether that's abroad or in your area. Some people are called to um, political ministry. Some people are called to business ministry. Like everyone has a specific ministerial call on their life. And every single one of us, what it is, what our calling is designed to do, it's going to be um, one of two things, you're either, or a combination of the two, you're either going to be called to evangelize or equip and empower. Those are the only two things that your calling is going to do. Evangelize, bring people to Christ, expand God's kingdom or equip and empower. That's it. And do you know that what you just said, I wish I met you like five years ago because nobody greater is nobody greater because there's nobody greater. Like it started off because I had gotten deep into the ministry and I was going to go to seminary. I was like, okay, I'm at this point in my life where my life is completely turned around. Got me, my daughter's baptized, got my son baptized. And I I couldn't figure out everybody. Nobody would take over my ministry when I left my last church. Um, I had a single mom's ministry and a regular ministry. And I didn't realize how much I had grown from it. Mm-hmm. I knew at one point people weren't even showing up, but I kept showing up and my that's, whole life changed because I would sit there every Wednesday night and I didn't care who came to the table. That's right. I was there. And yeah. when I started showing up, so did God. He, yeah. he saw my um, commitment and, and, and then everything changed. And I, it's, I listened to you say that and you gave me validation. My business turned a year old this weekend and you just gave oh, me congratulations. Thank you. Because I, I just, you know, you know, when I started, it was scary because I didn't know what to call it. And even my initial business partner, he's an atheist. 
And when I came up with the business name, he was like, oh, yeah, that sounds good. I'm like, you have no idea, do you? (laughs) And I'm one of those people that I do things like that so that people don't run. Because, you know, speaking about God, speaking about mental illness are two things that people run from. And so I had to figure out how to turn this into something that would allow me to use him through me without the the fear that everybody has so what you just said basically put me in my place because I knew what it was but I don't explain it to people I've had a few radio interviews that have asked what the name means but I was sitting there and nobody greater came on and I was like there it is but I what you just said it just it sums it up in a way that I've never heard before and that's Amen. what more people need to hear because a lot of people think that in order to be in ministry, you have to be a minister. And I tell no. them all the time, it's, it has nothing to do with that. It's love God, love people, and let right. him use you to do good because he right. works through people. Right. And people associate grace, mercy, information, you know, confirmation through people. And so right. we have to have more people who are willing to do his work. And you don't have to scream it and shout it from the rooftops. You just live it. Right. And you know what? And the reason why I actually, when I first started, um, I'm kind of in transition. When I first started my coaching business, it was called Sister Spotters. It was birthed out of kind of my own need. I had a furniture refinishing business before this. And, um, you know, I missed having the community or Mm -hmm. the collaborative collaboration that you have from an office environment in mm-hmm. my business. Cause you know, when you're a small business owner, typically you start by yourself. So you don't yeah. really have, like you are, it's you lonely. are the team. Yeah. <laughs> you are yeah. the team. And so when you're stuck, you don't have mm-hmm. people to go talk to. And so I missed that. And so I started a little support group with a few ladies that also had businesses. And, um, you know, we were like, we're, we're going to spot each other kind of like in the weight room, you know, it's from that concept of being in the weight room where you mm-hmm. lifting weights and you've got a spot yep. or someone there to cheer you on, but also yep. protect you that you don't hurt yourself or get, you know, that get accountability injured. factor. Right, exactly. And, um, and so I started with that. Um, and then, but again, I was kind of like, I was tuss- tussling with how much of my faith do I integrate into mm-hmm. what I do? Mm-hmm. And um, I had an encou- divine encounter with God this summer um, through our leadership conference, our annual leadership conference. And God, like, he, like, <laughs> I don't know if you've ever been called on the carpet by the Holy Ghost before, but um, he was like, what are you doing? <laughs> And I'm like, what are you talking about? You gave me this. You told me. He's like, he said, no, (laughs) this is, and here's the example that he gave me. He said, what is the most important thing in a building or a house? I was like the foundation. He goes, exactly. He said, okay. So when you're, when you are building, say like a mall, what's the most important thing in that building? I'm like, well, it's still the foundation. He's like, exactly. But what he showed me was the size of the foundation for a a mall is much larger than the foundation for a house. And the foundation for a mall cannot be poured in a single day. It has to be poured in segments over time. But you don't start building 
until the entire foundation Isn't has been nice. laid. And he said, I only gave you a piece and you started putting up walls and building this thing when I still had more foundation to lay in you. And I was like, okay, Lord, I hear you. <laughs> and I literally, like, I literally, I said, everything that I have built, Lord, I'm tearing it down. I'm going all the way back down to the foundation. Every program, like everything that I was doing at the time, I literally went radio silent for two months while I just spent time with the Lord. And he just started downloading, he started downloading me. That's when my whole message of purpose um, and being, being connected to your prosperity and all the birthing vision and all these things that he has been giving me came out of that time of just well, like he was feeding me so so bad like I couldn't even keep up I'm like wait I can't write that fast. <laughs> I know what you mean <laughs> and um and so and what came out of that was he showed me that there was a need in the body for someone to um be for a business coach for business coaches who will integrate him with it because there there's a lot of woo-woo stuff mm -hmm and law of attraction and all this stuff that's out there in the marketplace that because no one is showing up in that space of being a faith-based coach, our people are falling, falling prey to, and they're getting this new age stuff and all this woo-woo stuff pulled in. And so we're seeing the manifestation of that in, in our churches. And so um, I felt the call to rise up and say, okay. And so I reintroduced myself to my community and to the world as um, Tristetta Alexander Enterprises faith-based business coach. And so I pray for my clients. I pray on my coaching calls with them. Um, I integrate the word in my teaching and, and, um, and because that is who I am. And if you don't like it, then I'm not for you. If uh -huh. you're, if, if that's, you know, and I recognize that I'm not for everybody. But you know what I get from you, though, is the fact that you don't, you are based on personal and professional development. And the, I, it's one term that I use a lot because a lot of people, they like to focus on their business, but they don't work on their personal development. And you can't, and you can't have one can't, without the other. Exactly. And my business came from my personal development. It was from my time with God. It was from my surrender. It was from right. that transition. It was from the transformation he put in me as a wife, as a mother, as, you know, I grew, I outgrew where I lived. I outgrew who I knew. I outgrew right. those things. And I was in a period of growing pain, but you can't understand that without faith. You, right. can't, you can't move forward in your business and still be doing the things that you were doing that are against it. You know, mm -hmm. you can't move one thing without the other. And so I totally respect the, the combination because for a woman like me, that's what I need. I spend yeah. like two hours a day on devotion because I have to have that. And I recently had to pull back from other things because I was lacking in that, which is what moved me forward. Right. And so when I was realizing that I was discombobulated, it was because I was neglecting that piece of my mm -hmm. life. But ultimately that piece is more important because yes, you can't absolutely. have nobody greater without my personal development. Right. My faith. Right. So for to your point it's his of anyway exact and he look he can give it and he and can take, take it away because <laughs> as i say it's not about me 
Right. And I understand that. And a lot of people lose focus of that, but they also lose other things when you lose focus of that. So as you said, you may not be for people, but people need you whether they know it or not. Right. And that's the thing that I'm grateful for because um, I worked in addiction and even in, in, in corrections, these people are so badly bruised and broken. Um, but one thing that I know is that they're some of the most talented people you will ever see. Yeah. And so I'm constantly looking at ways to, to get people like you in front of those people. So I'm grateful to have met you and to know of your platform because it's unanimously needed. Like it's, I can't think of somebody that wouldn't benefit. It's no, just whether you. they're ready or not. Right. Right. And that's the thing. And you, you really do have to be ready. And that's where I, the foundation of where we start with every client, I always start with mindset because, mm-hmm. um, you know, the scripture in third John one and one and two says, beloved, I wish above all that you would prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers, you cannot prosper above the level of your soul. And if you go above, your soul acts as a thermostat. And so whatever that temperature setting is of your soul, you may go above that a little bit, but you're going to do something to sabotage yourself to bring you right back to the level of which you're comfortable. That's why we see these lottery winners go broke or be, you know, go right back to where they were or, or worse off than before they won the money is because their soul had not prospered to the level to be able to handle that, um, that amount of finances. And so we have to do the work on us before, and they don't understand, they don't always like it, and they don't always understand it, but I tried it my best to explain that we, this is the most important work that you're going to do in your business. And it's not just for your you. business. Yes, that's right, because it's not just for your business, it's for your family. It's for life. It's, yes, and it never stops. It never No, no. it's a continual just, process. Yep, it's, and, and right. growing go from glory to pain. glory. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. So can you tell listeners what you have up and coming? Um, well, I am in the process of finalizing my very first book. It's Woo-hoo. called The Purpose Pursuit, How to Pursue Purpose Alongside Your Nine to Five. Um, and I, my goal is to have that released by the end of March. So be on the lookout right. for that. You can, um, right. if they, if they want to stay abreast of what's going on, they can follow me on social media. It's just Tristetta Alexander on most platforms. Um, Twitter, I don't use Twitter all that much, but it's just Tristetta A at Twitter. Um, and then my, of course, my website, TristettaAlexander.com. And if they go to my website, they can get, I have a, if you don't know what your purpose is, if you're not really clear what your purpose is, I have a free guide that's called the Pinpoint Your Purpose Guide that's available on my website. And it walks you through some deep dive questions to help you gain clarity. And then an exercise that I call the prongs of purpose to attach um, monetization to your core purpose. Mm-hmm. She said there's a free guide, y'all. It's called Pinpoint Your Purpose. Um, mm, I- <laughs> I'm not speechless very often, but I mean, you resonate so strongly with me and that's, that's awesome. Um, Mm -hmm. I look forward to seeing your book come out. I would like to shout it out to the world when it's ready and also listeners, um, 
this woman has a poise about her that is just amazing. I am Aww, like, thank you. I'm like, when is she speaking? So, um, thank you for being here. Oh, absolutely. It's my pleasure. Thank you for having me. Listeners, I want to thank y'all for tuning in to another episode of Your Voice, Your Power with Anika. I'm Anika Wilson. Stay powerful.